If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. There's more to working from home than emails. So you need Wi-Fi with reliable speed, the most in-home coverage, and built-in security. You need Xfinity XFi. That's simple, easy, awesome. Switch to Xfinity Internet and learn about our great offers. You'll get amazing value with speeds that deliver and reliable coverage you can count on. And with XFi Advanced Security, you can keep all the devices in your home connected and protected from Wi-Fi network threats. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store to learn more today. Restrictions apply. But it went right, could have went wrong, but it went right. Said it was Ian, but it went right. Man will get bars on bars on site. MVP of the night, tell a negative to positive. Headline in the paper. I thought it was Ian right, but I weren't seeing right. Man could have had that fight, but I'm in walk on site. Man had to grab that mind. You're not gonna spit this time. Trying to work with a good energy, not trying to work with a bad man vibe. Hello and welcome to the first ever Touchy Gooners. Podcast. That sounds weird, like saying touchy gooners. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds but, weird. I'm used to saying touchdown frackers, but yeah, welcome guys. Um, I'm joined by Anton. How you doing, man? I'm good, brother. Yourself? I'm very good. I'm very good. Uh, excited after the, you know, some good preseason results. Uh, we, we've got Leroy. Yeah, what's going? What's good? Uh, we got Sean. Yeah, what's going on, Yard? Uh, and we got German Dan as well. What's happening, boys? You good? 
Yeah, we're all good, man. Um, just before we start, so obviously we're a weekly, we're going to be a weekly Arsenal football podcast. Um, it's under the Touchline Frackers banner. Um, so you'll hear content content from us every Thursday. It'll be um downloaded on a Wednesday evening. Um, so yeah, so tune in to us every Thursday morning to to hear the podcast. Um, a little bit of housekeeping. Um, we have got a live event coming up on. Is it August eleventh? Um, is it? It's, it's the opening day uh, live screening, so come down to that. Tickets are £12.50. You can um, go on shibs.com for, uh, to purchase your tickets for those. Um, so come down. We'll be live screening both of those games on the Sunday. Uh, yeah, so get your tickets and come have a party with us. So, lads, let's um, let's start with the preseason game yesterday. Um, we started off quite well. Which has been quite a highlight of our preseason game so I far. I watched the first like twenty minutes. Mm. I watched the first twenty minutes. We looked all right, but preseason games don't tell you anything, really, do they? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah I, I, I find it hard to, to base any assessment off preseason. Everyone's good in preseason. Everyone plays ball in preseason. So yeah, you, managers can be brave. There's nothing on the line, so I don't read too much into it personally. Mm. I mean, we played, so obviously we played some tough teams. So we've obviously played um, Real Madrid yesterday and we played Bayern Munich uh, before. I think both teams are a little bit behind us in their preseason preparation. So maybe not quite parallel in terms of preparation. Um, has anyone seen anything worth praising so far or like anything to give us encouragement heading into the season? Because we're kind of crossing our shores a little bit. Um, for me, it looks like that we are going to commit more to a back four where possible. I think that all depends on if we can get a centre-back who's capable, because I think the reason he plays the back three is he doesn't really trust the centre-backs to, to play in a two. Mm. But um, I definitely think that even if it's pre-season, I, I do think you can take some things away. I think you can see what, what he's trying to do, or you can see sort of the idea going forward. And it just looks for me like we look a lot more fluid and a lot more we progress play from, from the back from defence a lot better in a back four. We still waste the chances when we get into the middle third and the final third and like we don't capitalise, but at least we get it there more frequently. I feel like when we play the back three, we get very, very stale possession just passing like between the centre-backs. Um, so that's the only thing I think. I, I hope he does move to a back four and I hope the signings can help him do that because I feel like we'll be a lot better if we can do that for the majority of the season. Yeah, I kind of I kind of agree with that because I feel... Like in a in a back four, um, the passing options are not as simple as in a back three. So people our players opt for um more progressive passes very often. So if you just have your centre back right next to you, um, um, or two centre backs right next to you, um, it's easy to just pass sideways and get into a rhythm of doing that. But if it's if there's only one in the full back and um, then the centre mid in front of you, then you kind of the um yeah you just ask more questions on the ball and um I think. Um, a back four encourages that, and I think, um, yeah, I think I hope we, I hope we kind of stick with that this season. Are there any players that are benefited to playing in the back three that you would have playing in your starting eleven come start of August? I think all of our defenders are better off. Our centre backs are, are, are more protected in a back three than a four because none <clears> of them are that good. Mm. Yeah. So I think obviously uh, we don't have. I mean, Bellerin's capable at fullback, and outside of him, I don't think anybody else like Maitland-Niles can't play fullback. Kalasinac can't play fullback. 
Um, Monreal's best days are behind him. As a fullback, he's better off in a third, as a third centre back. The staff he needs the protection of being a third centre back. So I think that's our issue. I, I think in reality, obviously Kosh doesn't want to be here anymore, which is understandable for me. In reality, it's only really Bellerin and Socrates that can cope in a four. Uh, holding maybe. I'm not having Chambers personally. Mm. Now we need to shift him for sure. Who takes him though? Give it a thought. I mean, our best, our best bet is Leicester sell Maguire and then I'm surprised they don't want him. I think he can play dunk. the same way dunk. as Maguire does. They've got Dunk, and not mm. they? want Dunk. Did they have they've some agreed. Dunk, I take Chambers. Nah, but the... Nah, you... Chambers nah. for 30 million as a ball-playing centre-back over Dunk for 45 million every single day of the week for me. I, I, I don't agree because um, I actually kind of like Lewis Dunk in terms of his defensive attributes. I feel that Chambers as a, on the ball is fantastic. The main thing is I just don't think defensively he's got it. He, he struggles in duels. He doesn't have the athleticism. Um, he doesn't have the agility. Um, and I just feel like he's a liability at the back and you'll concede goals with him. So if I was buying anyone, like, I'd rather buy Dunk even though I don't, really? think, Dunk's, I don't think Dunk's amazing. But I, I just, just feel think like he's ahead def- of the stick, Dunk. I think yeah, he's good at the balls in the air coming into the box and outside of that. I'm not having one bit. It, it, it is hard to judge like playing for Brighton and you know they're not exactly the most progressive side, are they? So it's like it's hard to see how they would translate those yeah, skills yeah. to. Uh... I, don't, I don't. Maybe I'm a bit ignorant, but I'm kind of Dank and Tarkovsky are kind of the same kind of player to me, just headers and volleys basically. Mm. Yeah, I find it hard to to to, to assess like especially Burnley defenders because <laughs> Burnley. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's, it's old school Stoke, really and truthfully, but isn't it? Yeah, it's hard. Like, yeah. They get by with still playing. So. But by the same token, when I watched Chambers play centre back for Fulham, it was the same shit. It, yeah. it was the same shit as Arsenal. He didn't really flourish until he moved into midfield. Didn't yeah, he? Nah. And still getting spanked. So because his defensive work, you you can cheat when you're playing defensive midfield because something goes wrong. It's not really your fault. You can only mm. really do something that, that looks good. It's, mm. When it goes wrong, it's not your fault. He did so, obviously win um, the player of the season for Fulham. So you would imagine that his stock is not 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 high, but you know it's at the highest point that it's been for a few years now. I would have said. I mean, yeah, but no. Like if you if you if you two years in a row are in relegated sides on loan that concede massive amounts of goals, mm. is anyone gonna gonna value the work that you did? Like, look, Sessignon. You, when they came up, you, they, you'd have expected him to, to to be flying and people to be all, going all out for him. But who who cares about him now? He's like, all right, cool. Seri and Guisa, even Mitrovic is having to sign new deals there. So I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't true. think that relegation done anything for anyone. Mm. Anyone's rep at Fulham. So so who are the players that we can look at and try and get some money in? Because so far we aren't really linked with any moves away, are we? Um. You know, the the, the, the talk on Xhaka only... died down pretty quickly. Kalasinac was due for a move, but that seems to have completely gone away. Torreira, uh, obviously, he seems like he's staying now. So, where is the money coming from? The only from? players we could cash in on are the players that we need. So, it would be Bellerin, Lacazette, Aubameyang, Torreira. Like, to me, they're the only ones that we could generate any cash from. Anyone else, I don't see why anyone yeah. would pay the premium that you're going to have to pay to take them from a bigger club to sign them. There'd be mm. no point because they don't belong at the level they're at. Mm. 
Like, look, we signed Jacka for 35 million and he started every week for the last three years. So it wouldn't make any sense to sell him for less, even though we know as a player he's not worth that. But no one's going to come and give you 50 million for Jacka. No one's going to come and give you 35 million for Jacka to do what? Mm. But I this mean, is what I'm saying, like 20 million for Socrates. Why? Why? But but this is what I'm saying. Arsenal need to get realistic about that, and that's that. And they need to just take hits because at the end of the day, I know you're taking a big hit. Okay, yeah, fine. But if you add all that money up, it does come to a substantial amount of money. And I'm talking El Nelly for five mil, Chambers for fifteen mil, um, mm-hmm. Mustafi for six mil, like. Um, Six mil. You think we're nah. going to I'm, I'm dead I'm serious. TK Max bargain. <laughs> nah, literally, flog, flog everyone okay. on, on a team. as well. Yeah, Kalasinac, like five mil. Like, just sell them. Just get them off the books. Mm. And um, when you actually add that up, okay, yeah, that might it, it might be a big hit on all of them, but that will come up to like 40 mil or something. And you could actually do a bit yeah, with that. Then the problem you've got is, okay, so you've got a squad of 25 professionals. Yeah, you've lost six and you've got 50 million. You can only get one quality player with to, to be fair, you, you, I, I don't think any of our youth players are going to do any worse than some of these terrible players. Like I, I would bring in Bielik, I would bring in um, Zach Medley. He's not going to be worse than Mustafi. I thought that about Medley last year. He looks like he's got the right profile. I'm surprised Smith Rowe ain't getting more love as well. I, mean, I would like to see Smith them two. I would like more from them. Smith Rowe has been interested in for a long time. Yeah. And so, so supposedly when he comes back, he's going to um, go out on loan again for the season. So see, I, I don't see the point in sending him out on loan. No. But to be honest, we haven't got enough minutes for both, for Saka, Nelson and Emil Smith Rowe. One of them's got to go on loan. Yeah, so, let, let Nelson go. I, I don't see anything in him at all. Mm-hmm. Never have, never will. No. I think for me, he's uh, Nelson's definitely the weakest of the three. Yeah. Like, in terms of what they've shown right, anyway, right now, so no, so. in an Arsenal shirt. I mean, I don't, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't get it with Nelson. I mean, technically he looks tight. Yeah, there's just something missing, and I, I don't know what it is, but I just don't, I don't see it. I think it's I mentality. It's the easy made now syndrome. I think mentality before his reputation before. So I think I'm a bit harsh because I heard a lot about him before I saw him. Mm. But do, do, do you then think 21s and that he seems to do okay? And and that's yeah, what does, do, yeah. do, is, is is there an element of that? The, 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 since because there's been a lot of hype around Reese Nelson for time, like everyone's known about him for time, but um, is it a case of maybe the hype's getting to his head? He's struggling to perform. Like with I don't that, think that it gets to his head. I just think I think maybe we assess him. Maybe we assess him with an unfair level of expectation. Maybe. I disagree because at the end of the day, we have to assess all of these kids. In are you going to be able to come in and play games for us? Or first thing, not even start. Are you going to be able to contribute off the bench? Are you going to be able to play 20 games? Are you going to be able to play cup games? And really, for Nelson, I just don't think, especially as an attacker, like he's got nice, tidy feet, technically he's okay. He's, uh, being in attack nowadays in a modern game, it's all about your mentality. You've got to be hungry. You've got to be aggressive. You've got to be aggy. And he's just he's just too lele, and mm-hmm. he's not got that ability to do that. So yeah. what, what is he, that 21 now, Nelson? No, he's not. 19. Does he remind you a bit of Jordan Ibe? Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> That's the vibe I get. It's like I don't really know what you excel at, kind of. Like I don't know. Like, I can't. I kind of feel if I compare him to Saka, I just feel like Saka's. Whenever I've seen him, he's just his willingness to attack his full bag. Um, I don't know. Even shoot. Like, Nelson just seems, as you said, too lay lay. And Saka's two lay. years younger than him as well. I'm not sold on Saka. Neither am I. But I'm you not, know what it is. I'm not sold, but I just see something. 
Yeah, but do you know what that is? Well, for me, this is how... Remember when there was a period, yeah, where no one really wanted to rate Sterling because... And I'm not comparing Nelson to Sterling, yeah, because I haven't been blown away by Nelson by any stretch of the imagination. But do you remember there was a time where Sterling took a very measured approach to the way he played and people were like, oh, he doesn't beat his man enough, he doesn't do this enough. But it was merely mm-hmm. a fact of, okay, the odds are in my favour, so I'm not going to do this. Whereas Saka, Saka seems a bit more raw and a, li- and a bit less polished with, with his decision-making. So when I've seen him, he, look, he looks a bit raw and he looks like, okay, he's going to try something that probably won't work, but he's still going to try it anyway. So mm-hmm. I would be a bit critical judging a man for, for assessing the situation rather than not assessing the situation. I don't know. Now, for me, like the Nelson, the Nelson person, to bring it back, I, I feel like he's a, a worse version of Marshall. That, that's that's exactly how I just see Nelson. Like he, he's not really going to do much because he, he doesn't move enough. He's not aggressive enough. He doesn't run enough. He doesn't press enough, and he's not got that ability to not do anything. But I understand what you're saying about Saka, in that. Um, I, but I, I, I kind of disagree because I feel like Saka plays the game quite simply most of the time, and then when he when he does try and do something, he'll try and get aggressive with it now and again. So like, I, I just feel that Nelson just doesn't have the desire to do anything. Right. Saka, at least when he sees the the opportunity, he will try he'll it. Drive, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, so quick question, quick question on that. Then, if it's a case of is is desire or mentality not something that can be changed? Uh, not, not really, not for me. I feel like uh, it's innate. Not, not for me, because like, uh, like everything in life, football's probably habitual. Like, you, if you've been doing something for six, seven years in the under 21s, under, under 16, under 17, sorry, under 18, all the way, like, it's really, really hard to kind of snap out of that when you're an adult. Like, mm. you, you develop behaviours and you, you develop patterns. So, he, he's just been, Reese Nelson's probably been better than most people he's played with for his whole life. Mm. And, and, and he's just developed a very, very casual approach to football, in my opinion, secondary to that. Can I go through some of the... I, I, I think we're being quite harsh on them, too, sir, because I think that both of them, Nelson and Saka, have not really been, they have not really had a chance in the first team in their favourite position. I mean, when Nelson came in, he played right wing, but then he probably thought, fuck this kind of thing. And then he's gone out unknown and he's crazy. Is that the right well. mentality to have when you get in a first team at a club of no, it's not. Level? Exactly, it's not. But I kind of feel like, as you said, he's probably has some mentality issues. And um, I feel like if he plays in the right position, maybe we'll see a different kind of version. But maybe that's a bit an optimistic approach to this, to, to him as a player in general. But I kind of want to give him the benefit it, of doubt. It is, because I, I obviously. Obviously, I'm a nitty for this stuff, so I actually watched a few games of Hoffenheim. <laughs> I watched a few games of Hoffenheim. I sat down and watched him, and I was like, nah, he ain't it. Cause was the it same, wasn't that same great for Hoffenheim, Hoffenheim either, was he? And the thing is, even, even like, everyone was gassing, like, because he was scoring goals, but his performances, they weren't that good. No. no even his coach said, said that. Well. His, his coach said that at Hoffenheim. Like, he yeah, said that his performance had a lot to be desired, but, you know, he's making, go- he's making game-changing contributions at the moment, so it's hard mm. to kind of, you know, dismiss that. But he still has a lot of so, to work on. So, so I, I hear that. My my, my thing is because I watched a bit of Nelson at Hoffenheim as well. He was played as a striker. Like he's, yeah. he's obvious. He's ob- that's 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 one. That's that's not his position. And two, I, I get definitely like his performances did leave a lot to be desired. He was he was very inconsistent. But again, I, I, I guess is isn't there a debate then that sort of player performances is is influenced by 
um, sort of team set up and, and, and structure around him. Like mm. for the under 23s, for example, he either plays on the wing or he's played as a 10. So for, for me, like he's obviously, he also mentioned that he's been spending a lot of time learning to run in behind, develop. Like that's a, a tactic Nagelsmann was trying to teach him, obviously as a striker. But coming back to Arsenal now, is that the position he's going to play? So like, I, I'm kind of like, cool, it's always good to learn new things. But if, if you're not going to be harnessed specifically in one position, are you ever going to be able to reach your potential? And and, and, and this sort of brings me on to someone like Joe Willick now, do you know what I mean? Because this is, no one a year ago, no one, no one saw this happening. Do you know what I mean? No one saw like sort of his development. Um, so I'm I'm kind yeah. of asking now: is 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 this the sort of thing that that can happen with young players, or or, or when when is it okay to write them off, or or do do you? Yeah, I mean, uh, young players like they can shock you in it because especially in that age range where they're really about to develop physically as men, and you don't know if they're late bloomers or early bloomers, they can make massive strides physically, and then that can completely transform how they play the game. Um, but it's difficult to say because you, you've got to always make a choice. So you might write one off too early. You might miss a few. But at the end of the day, you just got to sort of go with what you see. Now, with Willock, like, I was shocked because I didn't see nothing in him, to be honest. I mean, I always saw a desire there in terms of how he played. But I think his progression physically is the main factor in what's causing him to look so much different. I feel like Reese Nelson, he's actually relatively quick. Not that quick, but relatively quick. And I don't feel that it's a physical thing at all. Mm. Yeah, uh, Willock's the worst of his brothers, isn't he? Oh, well, supposedly because Chris Willock is still what he's still in the Benfica like second team. So he left mm. Arsenal, but he's he's not really like progressed to the first team at Benfica, has he? Oh, so, true, yeah. so I I don't know, I don't know. But I think yeah, I think technically they always said that Willock was probably the least impressive. But but, but I think but I think I, as, as as you've seen, like the the physical potential is 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 what's like accelerated him and like even just seeing him in pre-season like so having someone who is as athletic as, as him even though like he technically he's not like elite elite you, you just in the difference it's made having someone like that in the team do you know what I always like to do with young players to assess how well I think they'll get on is I like to find the senior player that I think okay that's the level he can reach and he can excel mm-hmm. so when I look at the type of players I, I think okay who can he excel so when we used to talk about um, Chambers, I, well, could he be better than Gary Cahill? Probably not. So what's the point? Well, I, 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 I don't feel him. I look at Willock, I think, mm, could he even be better than Fabian Delph? No, probably not for me. So what's the point? Hmm. Yeah. Do you know I what? Know. I used to think the same. <laughs> but I, I, honestly, I really like Willock. No, I, feel, I, feel, I feel like he's he's got a lot to to give to the team, and I I, I, I ain't seen it personally. I haven't seen it at all. I think even I didn't see it. Day, I, thought, mm, he's got right. goal. He's got goal scoring now as well, which he's popped up. He seems to pop up in these situations where. You know, he he's just in the right same same way Ramsey used to do it. You know, when he went through that hot season with scoring goals, Willock does the same thing, and he's very very composed in front of goal. Um, like he hasn't had many chances, but he he sure takes them. You know, when he's in front of goal, he's, he he puts the ball in the back of the net, and that's not something that you should take lightly. I don't think. I don't like All right, so to me, I hate that having a, a midfielder that you can say, oh, was he, oh he nicks goals. Because we've, wa- we've watched Deli Ali for three years do that, and we know you wouldn't want <laughs> Deli anywhere near your team. No, 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 but that's fine. But I don't I, I don't feel that's all Joe Willock has got, obviously. He's impressed him in, in more than just goal-scoring-wise during pre-season. 
Okay, I've not watched much. And also against Chelsea in the Europa League final. I know it was a cameo appearance, but, uh, you know... No, I'm not having that. He came when he <laughs> ran about and he had a couple of shots. There won't be the sub. No, no I, think, I, think he had, I think he did well when he came on. He did a lot better than your boy. What? Who's my boy? Your boy, him, is it? Listen, listen. It was a final, and someone outperformed someone. Innit? That's all I'm saying. Okay, cool. Stop that, man. Anyway, I, no, but the thing is, I, the thing is, sometimes I think like these young players can surprise you. I, I don't even ask for anyone who's special. I just want someone who can contribute at the level mm-hmm. of Arsenal because I, I will happily have all these guys as cheap squaddies, like no yeah. problems. And 100%, yeah. like, like similar yeah, to how we, similar to how like when Wobi came through, like I never really rated Wobi that highly, but I thought right, this, when he was younger, this guy could be a good squaddy. I did think he would progress more than he has now, and now he's kind of a bit frustrating, but. When he was younger, he's playing basically the same way as he was now. Saying shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I did, I did think he would progress. But when he came through and when he actually started playing the first time, I thought, oh, okay, yeah, this this kid can be youthful, let's say, yeah. youthful. Do you know what I mean? And that's all I want from like the Willocks, the Zach Medleys, even the Reese Nelsons. I mean, Saka, I do have a little bit of high hopes for because he, he is like 16, 17, isn't he, or something stupid like that. Saka's so, 17. Yeah, 17 yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I, I feel like give him a couple more years of physical development and get him in the team, get him some minutes, and let, let I, me, I do have a bit of high level for him. Let me go through some of the other kids that have obviously played through preseason, and you guys can tell me your opinions on him. So another one, uh, one that played was uh, Dominic Thompson at left back? No. Any no? No. I've never heard of him. No. <laughs> um, he's, he's, he's nothing to write home about. Okay, cool. Uh, Zek Medley obviously played a few games. So so Zek, yeah, so he when he, he played a couple of games last season, he's he's six foot five, yeah, so he's a big guy, like he's very, very big and he's technically he's very, very secure. Um and apparently Freddie Lundberg rates him really highly as well, but he looked a bit suspect defensively when he played yes. a few times last season. So. His story's mad, though, and he did he get released and then re-signed and all sorts of foolishness. We took him from someone small or something dumb like that. I thought he took him from Chelsea. I thought yeah. it was Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea. 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 Yeah, he, yeah, oh, so right. someone small then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I like Medley. I think he looks very good technically, but one mm. thing that always worries me about centre-backs is um, coordination. How good is your footwork? So... It seems like his feet are a bit dangly sometimes. I so. completely agree. Completely yeah. I like, agree. I feel like he's one of the ones who could really get spun out of the socks a completely couple Completely so. agree. Mm. So Zach, Zach Medley, yeah, for me, um, he looks like he's yeah, he's elegant on the ball. He's good. He looks he looks nice. He looks pretty in it. But yeah, he he gets his feet in a complete mess when mm. when he's yeah. especially one v one. Or, or, or when he's getting and, and we're going to get run off and he lets people run off him a lot so one he lapses in concentration and two I don't think defensively he's really got it so that's why I'm not I'm not really big on him to be honest with you yeah, I've, heard, I've heard some suggestions that maybe he could be moved into midfield no there's nothing worse than when people try and move what is going on here and send it back into midfield it doesn't work being good at the ball at the back is not remotely being good at midfield that is crazy it's, it's, it's very crazy. Way, I, yeah, go I, on. I, I hate when people say that. People are like, oh, yeah, he's good on the ball. Put him. It's, it's the same thing people used to say about Vermaelen. Oh, he's good playing defensive midfield. Don't play him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not going to work. Like, it's Is he still at Warsaw, that guy? Yeah, he's, Nick he's, and he's I think I think he's uh, just what, a, what, what a false prophet he was, man. Uh, we mate, thought, <laughs> we thought he was the answer. <laughs> Listen, that he's got about 20 goals, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I'll never forget when I clocked... Hold on a minute. This guy's actually the problem. Yeah. 
another one is obviously Martinelli. Who? Martinelli. Martinelli. No. Do you know what? I'm giving him quite a bit. I've made my mind up about him, yeah. I've not made my mind up about him, yeah. He's just, he's just obviously turned 18, so he's still really young. Yeah, and he's rapid, though. Mm. He's, got, he's got burners. So. Mm. And he's and, hungry. And he looks like he's about his goals because his movement in the box is nice and he's, he, he's, he's alive. You so, can so see from, he's alive. So, so from what I've heard about him, that they... They do. They have earmarked him, like even though he's playing from the wings, like and he played for the wings for Ituano, I believe. But they have earmarked him for a striker role, mm. um, and and you can see it in the way he moves as well. He doesn't really like to hug. Well, obviously, one we've seen, he's not a dribbler. He doesn't really like mm. to hug the touchline. His movement is always inside. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, always, always inside. So I mean, hopefully, he can do a bit more on the ball. Like what what he showed that little cameo. That's. Um, he showed the other day was really really promising so yeah. hopefully we can see a bit more of that but I mean, he's alert in the box away. he's alert in the box that's one thing I've noticed and I'm sort of like keeping my eye on he's very very alert do, in the do box. you think he'll play a, a, a part this season nah not really cut, 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 I reckon yeah okay. he, he was bought for 6 million mm. well, he's, he's one of the few Brazilian players who have been bought for quite a bit of dosh uh yeah. True. That's true, but any, any game worth of any note in the preseason, he's not even featured in. He's only featured in the youth games. True. I think it will be under 23s. Mm, okay. Yeah, okay. Um, Robbie Burton. Deptford the Nilsson. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, bro. Yeah. He looks wow. nice, bro. <laughs> Robbie, Robbie Burton doesn't sound like a player, does he? I mean, I, I actually, I was quite impressed with him in the first game. Um, he sounds very Preston North End. <laughs> <laughs> nah, do you know what? He, he's tidy and he's nice, but um, maybe it's because he's a youth player and he just wants to not do it. But he's too safe. Mm. Everything, everything's backwards and sideways, but I don't like this yeah. scuttling stuff. Like, I'm not really interested. Get, get a bit braver. But he's, he is tidy. I'll give it to him. Yeah. He's tidy. And he, and he, he, and he tidy, does break yeah. up. For, and he, sure. for someone so young, like and not very athletic, he does break up play pretty well. So yeah. you can see if he, if he goes into himself, it might be all right. That's what I was yeah. most impressed with was his ability just to break up play. I thought he was. I thought he got about the pitch really well. See, I, I don't think he is that athletic, and that's my that's my big worry about him. Like he's mm. very small, um, and yeah, he, he's very very tidy on the ball. He, he moves it, he shifts it about nicely. But we used to see a lot of those players under Wenger, man. That that they they wasn't like. Do you know what I mean that sort of pen- penetration and and if like you're not that good technically like you've got to be majorly athletic for me so he's got to be one or the other in that listen athlete. if you're a centre mid and you can't progress it either by running or passing I don't want to see you mm. yeah uh, if, if you're not going forward by running or passing I don't want to see you yeah this like, is you... facts yeah okay facts, yeah. I, was, I was gonna bring up James Olienka but then I think that's like yeah he's not good a bit of racism you yeah well, yeah why? A bit, why? Of, <laughs> bit of racism <laughs> what, bit of racism why, 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 why is Oli Inky? Why, why are you going to bring him up? Yeah, he's he's cool. just been the least impressive out of all the youngsters, I think. Why? 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 He's just not good, is he? He's got a banger against Colorado. Talk to him. Yeah, so, yeah, so why is he the least <laughs> impressive? All right, all right, so, all right, let's put him in the first team, lads. Yeah, let's put him in the first team. All right, Lewis is shuffling, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they do seem like they've got you against the ropes, Lou. I mean... Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's not In time. I Listen. can't lie. Boris has become Prime Minister today and Lewis has found his voice. <laughs> uh, Tyrese John Jules. He's alright. I, I like he's him. He's a banger. He's a good level, isn't it, that kid? Mm. Yeah. He's, I like um, him, man. 
he's, he's quite. He's... Like kids that score, I don't like. I think if you can score goals, you're, you're halfway there, like because the level's relative. So that, that it's always promising if you if you're a scorer. Is 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 he is he better than Enketia? Some people have said he is. Yeah, Enketia is another one that's come on a fucking leap and bounds, man. Like I've been so impressed with him this um this uh, preseason. I thought he was shit. I actually thought he was shit at football, but he's shown me that he's, he can actually ball a bit more. To be honest, with, with Nketiah, I've always been impressed by his footballing attributes, but I, I've, I've maintained he's just not athletic enough to make it at this level. Like, if he, you put him in, like, like I said, Joe Willock's athletic potential, athletic potential, or if you put him in Aubameyang's body, I think he'd be cold. I think he'd be he'd be so good, but I just don't see it because like and, and the thing is even now because he's I like his mentality he's so desperate to score that's why he keeps missing he's snatching at everything mm. he gets so excited in front of goal I feel like if he could just relax a little bit he he would actually get goals off the bench and he would be actually a reasonable addition for us this season off the bench but long term it just doesn't have the physique man he doesn't have all the pace or any of the athletic, oh, okay. athletic attributes. Because I do think he has some athletic attributes. Like um, I remember when he when he come off the bench to score, like he, didn't he jump like mad high for that goal? And then also I feel he's like he's got decent balance. Obviously the pace thing is the main the main aspect I would look at. And maybe he lacks that. Why? Why is but, it decent balance? Why is his way falling falling over when he's trying to shoot? When he like, he's always missing chances. Well, he's falling over. He looks strong to me. No, but balance-wise, I mean, he's always falling over when he's trying to shoot. Yeah, that works for Mane. Mane's got more falling over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it, it it doesn't work for Welbeck. So I don't know, man. I don't know if that's a good example to use. Wait, has Welbeck got a club? Nah, nah, bro. He's doing Insta videos of his fitness, bro. Doing doing oh, shot runs oh, and that. He's gone out sad. Nah, it's not good, man. Where's he gonna go? Who takes uh, Welbeck? Newcastle. Newcastle. You should go. <laughs> Like Newcastle could back him and Sturridge. Remember when we used to compare Welbeck and Sturridge? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Is it Sturridge back for football for something like three weeks or something? <laughs> I said, my Sturridge, Sturridge bans him, uh, does them bans for himself with his fake injuries. That's a bad <laughs> <laughs> That is a wide up. Yeah. I think, right, it, um, I think we need, we need yeah, to manage on. this crop of talents um, well because I feel like this is definitely a way of us kind of getting some more assets but as we said, at the moment, we can only sell players that we actually need. So if we just kind of nurture some of these players and bring them closer to the first team, then they they could all be assets that we can sell them to other teams. Bro, that's um, exactly why I think we should play Bilic. Just play him for six months and flog him. Like, Fifteen mil in January or something like. Hundred percent, like six months. Flog him. Worth twenty-five million now. We need to become better sellers. To be honest, so we're just going to let yeah, him go for what need- now. When the unexpected comes calling, bounce forward with Comcast Business. Bounce forward fast with internet speeds up to a gig. And bounce forward with security solutions that help keep your connected devices protected. Help your business bounce forward with this amazing offer. For a limited time, ask how to get a $500 prepaid card. Call 1-800-501-6000 or go online today to learn more. Comcast Business. Prepaid card offer ends 12-13-20. Restrictions apply. New Comcast Business customers only. Call for restrictions and complete details. Yeah, I, I think that it's, it's, a, it's a really good point you, you made about asset value because obviously in, in, in recent years you've seen we've not tied down our assets. Um, the good assets we have had, they, they've either left on a free offer for sort of very minimal fees. Yeah. Um, and now obviously we're in a position where we have a, a, a massively overpaid squad 
um, uh, and ridiculous wages and, and we don't have the team to reflect it. So obviously, yeah, like you said, a, a good way to sort of increase the asset value of the team is, is, is the young players. The ones that are obviously good, they can stay. The ones that are not good, they can have a, a decent premiership or championship career like elsewhere. You know what I mean? So... So it, 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 it is something we need to do. And um, hopefully, well, I, I don't, you know, well, they've said the Freddie Lundberg appointment is, is for this and, and we'll see a bit of a talent pipeline coming through. I'm not mm. sure how, how, how much it will be when, when, the, when the crux hits, because at the end of the day, we have, we still got loads of other players to come back. Like if you think course, on this yeah. talk, um, Iwobi hasn't played, Terrell hasn't played, Granduzzi hasn't played. And then obviously there's talk about you want a winger as well. Like we can't get rid of Mkhitaryan yeah. and leave for go. Um, do you know what I mean? So we, we have loads. Of, so we have loads of players. We want to buy players. We also want to incorporate young players. So, it's, so there's, there's a lot of work to do. Um, I would say on the, um, you know, on the selling front, because obviously we haven't sold anyone yet. I think um, that the the window to sell players um, is a lot longer than the window to, to buy, if I'm yeah. correct. Mm-hmm. So um, like the window to buy closes in a couple of weeks, but I think to sell it doesn't close till like Not close a to the end of August. Weeks after, yeah. Yeah. So um. Oh, so it, hope- oh yeah, because that new rule is coming, hasn't it? Where we can't. Yeah. Where is it before the, the the start of the season? So yeah, b- before the start of the season, um, we have to finish buying. But basically, still after a couple of weeks after the season started, we can still sell players. Wow. Um, Shit, I forgot in, that. In, in uh, to like sort of mainland European clubs. So yeah, what, exactly. what might happen is that like loads of like European clubs start and come and like low ball us for some of our players. But I don't really care at this stage as long as we can get people off the wage bill. Like that's mm. the most important thing to me. That was so, yeah. such a fancy way of saying their window shuts after ours. Let's um let's move on to something comments then because obviously we've signed Saliba, who's been well he's one of two players <laughs> hey, we bought right. Hey, you, yeah, you don't know Arsenal, bro. We can still fuck. Don't jinx it, bro. What is yeah, he not signed? Like, yeah. What's going on? Him on YouTube, yeah. There's a nine-minute video of him on YouTube. He's got a little bit of Van Dyke about him still. Mm, he's yeah. a unit, and <laughs> I was getting Van Dyke vibes. I hope it comes to fruition, but. Athletically, Arsenal, I don't trust it. Athletically, he's fantastic, man. Yeah. Like he's he's off he the charts, man. He looks comfy though, not just athletically. He looks like he's comfortable defending, and he looks like he's comfortable on the ball as well in defensive areas. Obviously, you can make anyone look like anything in YouTube. Mm. I get that, but he does look very comfy. He, he look he look he looks exciting. He, to, look, he, what I saw of him, I don't think you could show me Mustafi clips that look at that level. Yeah, I think. I think yeah, go on. You go first. No, all I was going to say is, like, what, the first thing that struck me, I've, and I watched quite extensive, I watched clips and all that kind of stuff and game things, he, he just wins his duels with ease. So, like, he yeah. literally dominates duels. And mm-hmm. that, that's that's a nice thing to see. But, like you said, I do think that they're, on the ball, he still needs a lot of work. I don't know what people are saying he's quite elegant on the ball and stuff. I do think he needs a lot of work. I don't think he's a particularly good passer. I don't think he's a particularly good like uh, carrying it out for the back. But, I do, but in terms of his duels and what he does in terms of his defensive actions, very impressive. Mm. Um, he, I, um, guess, I, guess, I guess that, I guess that is why it's, it's obviously it's, it's not a bad thing to, to leave. Because remember, he only broke into um, the St Etienne team at the start of the year. So really and truthfully, he's only been playing like top five football for like six months. Yeah. So there, there is like... And as, didn't he play some of right back as well? Yeah, yeah. Well, he played um, basically, he, he played um, right centre back of a back three. So, okay. uh, so he hasn't really played in like a, a two a lot. But obviously mm. he has the physical attributes to do it. But yeah, like he, as Leroy said, he, he's quite 
he's a bit raw in certain aspects. So leaving him there for another year is, is isn't really this. It's not the worst decision. But obviously, mm. it doesn't really help us in the short term. But yeah. yeah. So uh, we've we've ever spoke, spoke about Martinelli. Um, uh, we're I've got some points about um, Saliba. Um, I'd like to write. Yeah, go on. Because I'm kind of comparing him to Medley, and I'm looking at him again with the coordination and being able to kind of um, kind of find your feet um, in difficult situations and being able to adjust and being be looking good one week one. And I just feel like everything I've seen from him looked like he looks very comfortable, as the guys have already said. And um, yeah, I was actually surprised that we actually managed to get him because um, I feel like he's a he's a massive talent, to be honest. Mm. Okay, cool. Um, obviously, one player that should be going through, but I don't know, man. Asensio's injury kind of scared me yesterday, but apparently he's been shown around the training ground today is um, Danny... How do you say it? Sebalos? Sebalos. Sebalos. I think it's Sebalos. He looks fucking cold, man. He's, he's, Mark, he's wavy as fuck. He's been he's <laughs> yeah. been wavy as well, like from from day. Yeah, like, yeah. He, fu- he fucked up the last under twenty ones. Yeah, he, he did, yeah. I don't get why Real Madrid don't want him because like every time he plays for Real Madrid, they don't want him. It's just that he's not ready for much. them. He should be. And but and he, he should be they playing though use because other people to get him the time that he needs to be the player that they want him to be. I, I think he should be playing for Real Madrid. Ahead of who? Isco. He's played, but every time he's played for Real Madrid, he's pulled out. <laughs> That's what I'm he's, saying. He's, I, I was going through his Real Madrid games, and he literally balls out every single time he plays for them. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Like he looks nuts for them. And, and Real Madrid weren't exactly setting the. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, think, <laughs> I, I think I think the hope is as well. Like hopefully, like because they're saying like Zidane badly wants Pogba in it, so. Well, hopefully, like, Sebeos can have a good season for us. And, you know, because he said, basically, apparently him and Zidane had an argument in it. Like, he said, I don't want to play for you. So, yeah. boy, we'll, we'll see yeah. like, if we can have a good season. You never know. We can get Champions League. You never know what might can happen. But maybe we'll see. We'll see. Anyway. Where, but, where, where's he going to play? Huh? Where's he going to play? Emery will play him 10 because he's a bum. He should not play know that. That would be a dreadful decision. But it, it will happen anyway. So, yeah. So, so well, once we go into the first game of the season and someone's had four shots against us, you know good and damn well. Straight <laughs> back to that three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with this optimism with the four and and this man playing here and Ozil in front of my man in centre mid, forget about it. Yeah, it's not allowed. And that's yeah. why I said I will not rate this window very well unless we have a functional centre-back who can play in the two with Socrates. If we don't do that, same shit as last year. Mm. Don't, don't care what you get in front of them. You could get Zaha, fucking Tierney, Ceballos. You could get all them, man. If we don't have a functional centre-back that we can play a two who's fucking semi-decent, same shit as last year. We're yeah. going to concede 50 goals, bare shots, bare problems. Like and This is where we're going to be then, isn't it? Because I think it's not likely we're going to get a centre-back. We haven't even been linked with one, have we? Not for a uh, while. Even I just want even a cheeky load like on the last yeah. day, man. Like we need and, someone. Until until we shift some, we're not going to buy any. We have far too many centre backs. And they are all and terrible. They're, they're all bad. I think. But the only one that we can get rid of, I don't understand why they're not letting him go. Like Koscielny, you know. They're not going to get anything for Koscielny, yeah. though. Yeah, like just. Mm. Just let him go. Yeah. Get him off the way. 
Even with the Kishoni thing, man. He's what, yeah. 33, 34? Let him go, man. Yeah. And it's four, four and a half million in wages for the year as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, 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 I really yes. don't like... Staying in a fee that you want is less than his weight. It just doesn't compute. Like, exactly. Let him go, man. And I've seen, I've seen bare people on Twitter that have been like, oh... Arsenal are not a business. We're not this. I'm like, listen, the bread is broken. Like, there, there's nothing. You, he's on his last leg, and he earns like. It, it can't do yeah. nothing in the Premier League. Nothing. Yeah. Is this is what I said. Uh, this. Me and Lewis were. Me and Lewis were arguing about this at the end of the season. Lewis wanted to keep him for a season. I was saying Lewis is mad. I would sell him for two million, literally anything you can get. But he's still our best investor. That makes no sense. No, you can reinvest it because the thing is, okay, in what? let's not say two million. Let's say if we got four million for him. But we're four not. Million. Now, if you manage to sell him for four million, you could get another centre back for say, let's say ten million. Even if uh, even if they're like semi-functional, that's good. The do money something. you've got for him and the money you save from his wages, you're you're. I just don't think you're yeah. going to get it for ten mil. I really don't. I I I think you guys are forgetting the fact that Kishore was still our best centre back last season. He was, but he was, but th- th- he he, was. this is what happens athletically with these players. They fall off cliffs, and literally... He hasn't fallen players. off the cliff yet, though, has he? Like, no, no, but he will hasn't. in, like, October, he, and then you're stuck with him for the rest of the season. Right now. He's hanging and, off that And it's the same thing with Monreal. Like, Monreal is going to fall off a cliff, and he's going to be abysmal. Sell him he now. Was, but Monreal was never really athletic. Kishoni always was athletic. He was a lot better than he is... Nah, nah. No, and the thing is, I just don't think. No, I don't really see the point in comparing Monreal and Kashoni because Monreal was never athletic, and it doesn't matter. No, but the thing is, there so is I can see of... Monreal falling off a cliff because obviously he was never athletic to start with. Kashoni came back sharp last year. I know he took a few games to, um, you know, to to get his uh, form back, but he he didn't do too bad athletically. Last you say season. he didn't do too bad. No, athletically he did because he couldn't run, bruv. Like Kashoni couldn't run. He couldn't take more than a twenty yard, twenty meter sprint or twenty yard sprint. Sorry. He, he literally could run. He was just there on anticipation and in his head. And the fact that he gets in front of people quickly, he still had a bit of a burst. But Kishoni physically last season was playing on one leg. You look at him; he was hobbling about the pitch, hopping around. Yeah, he didn't look. He didn't look comfortable to me a lot in the games. And I remember what was the game? Was it Brighton or Southampton with the two headers? Longer, wasn't it? But that was that, that was on his comeback. That was on his comeback. He, even then, yeah. Kishoni is physically That's just ended. That's going to happen this year again, I think. If you think back to what Cos could like, he was pretty much, he's held our defence for the best part of the decade, literally, like very, very, very good in one-on-ones, could run all day, like, like as, as Leroy just said, like, if it's more than 20 yards, he was hobbling, he was literally hobbling, so, so at this stage, like, it is best just to get him off the wage bill. Sell him and Monreal. perspective, yeah, like, just, just, at some point, do the right thing by someone, innit? Like, let the man go back home, yeah? Like, he's done all he can do. We're never seeing the heights of what he had before. And what's even more disgusting is, what was the point of, re- of leaking all that to the press? What, what were you trying to do with that? What was the point of that? I don't like that one bit. There's no need for it. Like, that should stay in-house as anything. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I, I think if he wants to go, we should sell him in it. But I was when we were having these discussions, I was under the impression that he maybe still would want to stay. I, I'm not against selling him because he wants to go. I think he's but a great. Not, I don't even think that like, you don't have to sell him. You can let him go for free. Either way, wh- whatever we do, I'm not against because I feel like he's been such a great servant for us. Like, he's been one of my favorite players. So. I feel like he's he's put his life on the line for Arsenal. Do you know what I mean? He definitely, he definitely has, man. 
He's put his career on the line for yeah. Arsenal. He could have gone and joined yeah. Bayern Munich and won a few Bundesligas and, you know, a few Champions League semi-finals and, you know, and Where's probably would have left with a higher reputation than he is. Was... By far. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not adverse to him leaving. If, if you know, he he deserves like his retirement, uh, just to but chill in League if, One. If, if 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 Bordeaux and Wren can't afford one two mil fee, then tell them to go fuck themselves because like one two mil is nothing. Like at the end of the mm-hmm. day, and he even if he takes a pay cut to take that, we need to get something for him. We should give him away for free. One two mil, fine. Monreal, four mil, fine. You've got six mil there. Reinvest some of it into Tierney. Reinvest some of it into a fucking centre back. Ten million for him though. No, they're, they're dumb. They're not getting 10 yeah, mil for him. Ridiculous, That's fucking it? ridiculous. It's stupid. No one's getting 10 mil for him. To get a couple mil for him, reinvest it. Simple as. Done and dusted. He's going to be 34 soon as well, so it's very dumb. Very, even, very dumb. Even, even if you get a loan with, like, just... You just need a functional centre-back. Who, someone who, who can that? actually move. Even if we just reinvest his wages uh, into a loan, as you said, like uh, a Rigani uh, or something like that. I'm willing, uh, I'm willing to take a gamble. Oh, who, who's that Afghan we were linked to? That Olympiacos oh, guy? Cissé. Listen, I, I watched him. He looks a bit raw, yeah. He looks a bit raw, yeah. <laughs> the PMP is there. He, the PMP is there, and he can move in it. I'm sorry, like he no. must be able to do something better than Mustafi. He, mm. yeah. no. he was he was quoted at ten mil. Like just yeah, take two mil from whatever. Invest it. Invest it into this 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 other youth, man. Mm. Um. Okay. So obviously, uh, we're still linked with a wide man. So it seems like it's going down between. Ever, the, the rumours of Everton have kind of fallen by the wayside a little bit. It yeah, seems yeah. more like Zaha or Pepe right now, but I, I don't see either of them coming. Nah, it's, myth. To, to me, to me, it's, yeah, weird weird how, links, it's, it's very weird how, obviously, we are struggling to stump up the cash up front for Kieran Tini, but what we're saying is that we're ready to spend... It's not that we're struggling to stump up the cash. We just want to pay what we feel is a reflective value of Kieran Tierney coming from the Scottish League. And I I think that's fair. If Celtic just sold their best striker for £19 how is their left-back worth £25 I guess so, but it's, but it's, it's, it's value to them, isn't it? And it's, it's a long-term Yeah, but contract. this is what I mean. They're taking, they're trying to take the piss. Like, you're not, you, you're, you're Celtic, so your players have to be worth, it. the value has to be relative. If your star striker, that is your top goal scorer every year for three, four years, is worth £19 million, how can your left-back, who is of similar age, be worth £25 million. I, I, It doesn't I, make any sense. It, it doesn't. I, I totally agree. But I don't think the problem is because Celtic didn't... So they... Apparently Celtic said the problem with the second bid was that there wasn't enough up front. Because so, we bid... Our second bid was 25 mil. I'm correct, yeah? But that was obviously... It was heavily incentivised. There was a lot of bonuses. So what they said is that they want more up front. So they have... Celtic are playing first team players £4,000 a week. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, it's, it's true. It's true. Do you know what I think the problem is? Do you know what I think a big problem is? Everton had a 25 million bid accepted for him last season, and the move fell through. Um, so they feel like, well, we were going to get 25 million last season. That's what was offered. We're going to take it this season. It was 25 mil last season, isn't it? Mm. No, yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Who are we preferring anyway out of Zaha, Everton, and Pepe? Uh, the relative prices or at the same price? <sighs> well, I think you have to go with the relative prices, right? Like, is you know, uh, Everton for what's Everton? Thirty mil. 
he's forty mil. He's not, but that's that's just forty mil to the club because obviously it's broken down into like because it's third party ownership in it. So well, we've got to pay for the club. We've got to pay clubs after that as well. You you got to pay like agents. You got because you know with Brazilians it's complex, isn't it? Yeah, fair yeah. cousins and aunties that need to be paid. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so it, by the time you've paid all of that, it might end up being like about sixty mil in itself as well for mm. Everton. So it's it's not cheap in itself. Um, yeah, for me, obviously it's others ones. I, my my first choice is Pepe. Um, so, but yeah, I mean either or. I'm, I'm not to be honest. Any one of these three wide guys, I'm happy with. But my yeah, my preference would be would probably be Pepe. Um, I'm taking Zaha over Pepe because um, I think Zaha's one. I mean, I know people will get onto us about Prem proven, but I actually think it, it, it does matter because the Prem is a different league. I feel like Zaha's more explosive. I feel that he'll be more impactful in what we need because we need 1v1 players who can take on and beat players. And Pepe's not elite at that, even though he's got a more rounded skill set. And I know Pepe's younger, but I just still, I still have doubts about Pepe's ability to translate at the top, top level. Like, I, I feel like Zaha, even though he's got a smaller skill set, he's elite at that skill set. And he's homegrown. We need homegrown players that can contribute. So important. Because at the end of the day, you know, they're thinking about increasing the homegrown quota from, um, what is it? It's uh, 8 to 12. Mad. So, yeah, you, you need to get as many homegrown players as you can at the moment. I'm looking at yeah, I'm, I'm not against Pepe and Swap. And Everton kind of in the way of... Um, what, who do we have right now? We have Aubameyang and Lacazette, and last year what, they were so good at just scoring half chances, basically. And I feel like um, who's more likely to create half chance scenarios um, out of Pepe and Zaha and Zaha simply for his dribbling. And um, Prem defenders are scared of him, so I feel like he's going to create so many scenarios where we just get half chances because I still don't trust Emery to implement a system that will allow us to continue to create chances and um, be really an attacking and creative team. So we kind of will rely on um, the cutbacks um, most probably, or if we get a wide man, that wide man to create those kind of scenarios. And I'm more, I'm <laughs> trusting you, you, to I tell, more than Pepe. Uh, so c- can I say my, my reservation on, on, not that I have many reservations on Zaha, I'd be very happy with him. But one, um, totally take the point that he's homegrown, but he earns £130,000 at Crystal Palace already. Like he's he's their highest paid player. He signed a five year deal last summer, so his contract runs until either 2023 or 2024. So obviously Palace are not in the league. So if we sign him now, how much are we paying him? He's going to have to go on presumably around 200k, yeah. Oh yeah, no, so, can't so, yeah, buy Zaha so, for 60 yeah, mil and 200 bags a yeah. week. That's mad. Yeah, yeah. So so so, mm. so 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 one. So obviously, if we've got to pay him 200k a week in wages, no no problem. But obviously. So then the pressure is he has to bang. Like, he has to. Like, there, there's no sort of room for lee, leeway if he doesn't bang because he's going to turn, what, 27 in, like, September or October. So if he, like, hopefully, I'm, I'm all for it if we sign him and he bangs, great. But if he doesn't bang, we are then stuck, like, and we've then decimated our wage bill even further. Do you know what I mean? With a player who is going to be, like, so if he has, like, two, three seasons, he would be, like, 29, 30, and, and he's not set the world alight. We can't sell him and we're stuck with him and we're stuck with another player on high wages. No one's going to be able to take that. And then does that then later on impact our ability to do stuff? So totally get the stuff about he's better 1v1 than Pepe. One mm, disagree yeah. with that. Um, although what I would say about Pepe, like in terms of his rounded skill set, Pepe has a better nose for goal. Um, he, he's a better mover off the ball. He's better in combinations. Um, and, I, and I would trust him more in front of goal. Um, and he's on a much, much lower wage than Zaha. 
Mm. He earns like 20, 30,000 pounds, if that at Lille. Do you know what I mean? So even if you massively increase his wage to what, 120, like 30, it's not. And like if he's, he's 23, 24, 23, 24. So if he tanks in a couple of years by 27, you could still get him off the wage bill. Do you know what I mean? If, if it doesn't. If it doesn't, yeah, doesn't go yeah. well. But, so that, that's kind of my, my sort of take on it. Um, but yeah. Makes sense. That makes sense. Mm. And any preference out of the three? I, I, I said Pepe is my preference. No, I'm sorry, I said, I said Ant. Sorry. Uh, right, so I like Zaha, as you know, but at that money, 60, and I hadn't even factored in the wages until Sharon just said. So 60 mil, 200k, I don't like that. I, I, I'm not crazy about Pepe neither. I'm not crazy about him at all. I wouldn't want him for 60 million. So I'm leaning towards Everton. B being one aspect and the unknown being another as well. And I think, obviously, his age gives him the potential to far exceed and a resale value as well. Mm. I don't mind spending 30 million, 40 million on him if two good years makes him worth 80 million. If two good years, yeah. with, oh, what does that do? We're never getting our money back. We pay sixty million for him. Yeah. It, all, all, we, all we do is we let him run down his contract. I don't think Pepe is going to be. That. I don't. I don't think much of Pepe, so I can't see him really excelling in the Prem anyway. So it's a straight shootout between Everton and Zaha for me. So I'll, I'll, I'll go for Everton, but at the same time, I wouldn't be overly disappointed with Zaha. I just think we'd be stuck with him. I think he'd give us two good seasons and then he'd he'd, he'd fall off, and we'd be stuck with him. And we'd really struggle to get rid of him. Mm. We'd probably end up I do think, back to Palace on some dodgy I, loan job. I, I just, just another thing about Dan, what uh, Daniel said. Like, I, I really think it's absolutely key because, like I said, Emery is not going to coach a real great attacking side. Even though, looking at the statistics from certain different um, different avenues, apparently we actually get into an incredible amount of good positions, but just don't take advantage of them. So it might not be Emery. It might just be that our players are not good enough. But I feel like it's absolutely essential we add an elite 1v1 player who can beat players wide and someone who can beat players central. Mm. If we get Sabayos, we've got the person who can do it central. And I really feel that's an important attribute out wide. And I think if we can get both of those... It will transform our attack. Mm. We have to obviously have the defensive solidity behind it, but it will transform our attack to the point where I feel like we can be creative again, despite what Emery does. Yeah. So that's why I'm, I really. So to be honest, I changed my mind. I said Zaha if we if they were all the same price, Zaha, Pepe, Everton. I'm actually leaning towards Zaha, Everton, Pepe because Everton looks like another one v one player who can do who can do bits one v one, whereas. Pepe is not really a specialist in that and not particularly amazing at it. No, Pe- Pepe is the goal scorer, right? So if you were to get mm. rid of maybe Lacazette, then maybe Pepe would make a bit more sense because you would need maybe another supplementary scorer. But if if the plan is to still maybe go Aubameyang and Lacazette together, um, I, I don't know. What, what are you guys' thoughts on that? What, what do we what do we think is the plan going forward? Is it still going to be Lacazette or Obama? Is it we're going to go four two three one? What What's going to happen? Four two three one over wide. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then the, and then the wide man is going to be on the left. Yeah, so it's going to be either whoever comes like Zaha. It depends if it's Pepe because Pepe only plays on the right. So if it's Zaha uh, or um, what's his name, um, Everton, I think they'll both be on the left. Well, if it's if well, if it's means Aubameyang is going to go on the left, I don't want Pepe then. I, I think that's what will happen. I, I genuinely think that's what will happen. Hmm. Because uh, there's a stark contrast between a Bamyang wide left and wide right. Can I can I just say um, my reservation on Everton? Because um, I, I I I really like him as well. 
Um, my only, he's very, very quick as well, isn't he? From what, from what I've seen, he looks very, very quick. Yeah. Um, my only, he's very small as well, isn't he? And yeah, he's you a know sometimes, and you know sometimes with Steph, I small, think, though, like Bernardo smaller. Nah, he's. He, I think he might even be a bit smaller than Bernardo. So I don't think. It, I don't think height wise he's smaller. I think just like phys, like at yeah, physique he's, wise he's, he's smaller. I don't yeah, like if he's, he's that five foot five and that. I'm not interested. I'm not gonna yeah. lie to you. Yeah, he, he, he's very small. <laughs> and, and he's, he's, he, 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 Yo, he, he's, he's also like very. Like and, and so my thing is, because I've, I've been calling out for like more like South American flair and unpredictability, but at the same time, you know the risk as well is that South Americans can also tank like it could go badly, badly wrong. Mm. But um, I, I don't know, man. Hopefully, like it's one of those like it's, it's more of a sure bet because he stayed in South America for a bit longer, so he's not. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's uh it's 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 one of those like you don't know if like he'll adapt or not. Like that's yeah. that's always the risk sometimes with South Americans, isn't it? So. I'm I'm truly invested yeah. in Everton. Like he, I, I've invested so much this summer in Everton that I need like that's that's what I want. He's my number one target now. I just like get him in the prem because I'm really interested to see what he can do. He looks like just like a box of tricks, and he really reminds me of Alexis as well when um, Alexis was like a similar age. Really sold. I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got like a similar um, kind of style to Alexis. Like he's he can do a bit of everything. He's got long range shots. You know, he can go outside, inside. He's um, he's got a great delivery of the ball as well. He's just a bag of tricks. I really like him a lot. He's just a, it's just he's not as good physically as Alexis. Oh, he's five yeah, I'm, I... yeah, he's not he's not that small. He's just he's just skinny. It's the same height as um, Gabby Jesus, I think. Yeah, a bit, a bit of creatine and that'll be all right, man. Yeah. <laughs> some pan, some pan, couple, you know, couple for heaters. With them kind of things there at Arsenal. We'll be fine, man. Yeah. All right. Um, let's move on to some listeners' questions then before we wrap it up. Um, we've got loads, so big up you lot, man. First, um, first episode and you lot have sent in like fucking thousands of questions. Well, not literally a thousand, <laughs> but... Um, yeah, we got that, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, let me start from the beginning. We'll try to go through all of them since it's the first ep. Um, <clears throat> okay, um, what would be... Right, this is from Don H. Banks 2. He asked, what would be your dream, semi-reali- dream semi-realistic window? <laughs> um, it would be... As yeah, it would be so. What we've got so far: Saliba, Ceballos, Tierney, um, one of the wingers we've just discussed, mm. and a centre back on loan. I think that's realistic. But okay. if if we can get rid of like Koscielny, and then we can maybe encourage someone to take Chambers off our hands as well. Mm-hmm. Um, can yeah, sneak a centre back on loan, like maybe Rugani or I, I don't know. But like yeah, if we can just maybe get a cheeky loan in, like even if it, like you said, it's deadline day, that's quite mm-hmm. realistic. Um, but what about what about Kambembe? Like, because obviously they just signed like Diallo at PSG. Yeah. They've got Marquinhos. They have got Thiago Silva. They got Diallo. Take Kera, Kera as well. I like Kimpembe, but he would be an absolute travesty in the Prem. Kimpembe <laughs> 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 in the Prem. Oh. Recipe for disaster. <laughs> why? 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 I need I need the reasoning. I need the reasoning. Yeah. Why? 
is too cash. You would make so yeah. much mistakes in the. Uh, it would be ridiculous. Uh, just, just as a black man to black man, I don't want to <laughs> for his own good. Uh, let's just have it for music then. Let's just have it for music then with a the beats pill, man. This is how we're doing it. He's drag bags on the six yard board. Yeah, he's <laughs> bare lele, man. Shit. Until the day when he does that. Oh. <laughs> 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 they kill him. <laughs> we, we do some wavy celebrations with Lacazette and Obama, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mate, mate. You've already been dragged by then or got a red card. So. <laughs> <laughs> I like you, but no, not in the breath. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, M underscore A underscore Lestrange asks, uh, what is Arsenal's best midfield for the season? Do, do, do we want proper midfield or do we want like a drip and drown midfield? Because, boy, if it was me, I'm choosing Torreira, Ceballos and Ozil. Like, that's, that's yeah, a drip. Yeah, I'm shaking, I'm shaking your head, man. Mm. Yeah, same. That's, that's, to, to be honest, realistically, though, we, we couldn't we could play that in like oh, wait, six, 60, 70% of the games. Yeah, so I'll go. What is, is, is Ceballos, is, is, is he lazy, though? You see what Arsenal's biggest problem is, is that it's not even so much what we do off the ball, it's that when you give the ball when you get the ball in midfield and you've got a Xhaka and Grendozi and it's a it's a toss up of if our t our player's gonna get it or their player and they're gonna make the right choice. That's what makes it so hard is that we get we we get out of difficult situations. We just manage to put ourselves straight back in it with those kind of characters. And uh, do you know what? It, it, it's turnovers as well. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. We we, we just give it straight back away. And, yeah, like, big, and the thing is, what, what time, really jars me about watching us is that our players play like they don't know the players they're playing with. So if I'm playing with Jack. <laughs> Like, for example, yeah. Zaka plays exactly like that, man. Oh no, for example, God. yeah. Did you see the other day when United played, yeah? wan had the ball and Pogba, because he used to play with a certain man, he dropped into the space in case man lost it. But Arsenal players, Jack will get the ball and everyone bombs through like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely going to go right. And I thought, oh, you've been watching man for three years, though. You know it might not go right. Where are you going? Let us, yeah. All right. Do you, know, um, do you know what? As well, it's it's, it's a shame because you see how Man City do it. Like they have the perfect shape. So even in build-up, if they lose the ball, they're already in position. Mm. Yeah. Where, whereas Arsenal, literally, like Shackle, I don't know why our centre back, our centre mid, sorry, they split so much. So when we lose the ball, there's just a big hole in the middle of the space, like a big hole in the middle of the pitch. All the time. Yeah. Hundred um, percent. JME underscore YB asks: Is there a centre back we can afford account for a limited budget? That would be an improvement on we on what we can have currently. We kind of touched on that, so um, we've we've named a few suggestions. Uh, Gaffer N five asks if Emery manages to get top four this season, do you think Arsenal should let him go and find someone else? Let him go. Sack him. Let him go. Sack him straight away. Thank you for top four. Let's, let's keep it moving. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Hundred percent. Like once we get back into top four, if if we do. We can't gamble on him. Like we need to then, like with the additional revenue that Definitely, we get, we get back in Champions League. Like we need to, we need top, to then be smart about our decisions. Hundred percent. So top and, four has to be our minimum requirement. If Emre can't, yeah. can't navigate versus Lampard and Solskjaer. Yeah. Yeah, because let's be real, like. Yeah. And it's Lampard without uh, without a transfer Spurs, window as well. No transfer Spurs, window. And no Hazard. And City to have at least a ten point gap on the fourth place side. 
I am anyway. Mm. Um, so yeah, if he if he can't comfortably navigate better in their their turnout, then yeah, and even if he does, That's, okay, that that should be the minimum for me. And what more he could achieve than that? So he's in a bit of a, he's been in a bit of a sticky area. Like okay, you sh- you should achieve that. It's not a massive achievement. And if you don't, it's a failure. So he he's, he kind of want to hide into nothing. Mm. But this this should work like in the corporate, corporate world, right? He's a he's a he's a project manager basically for two years. It's, his target is achieving top four through the league or through Europa League. And um, once he's accomplished this, he this time is over. If he doesn't accomplish it within the time frame, his time is over. Simple but it works. It, it, it works for him if he does it because look, you, yeah. Arsenal's yeah. a bit of a laughing stock. You've come in, you've gotten back in the Champions League after three, four years out of it. So he's re- he goes with his rep intact. People don't really assess the ins and outs of of a manager's reign, do they? They assess what happens at the end. So yeah, just look, just look at Sarri now. There you go. Is that exactly got the top job after what you could say was a bad season? By the end of the day, achieved objective, won something, so he's rep as magnified, and he gets the best job in his homeland. So I'm not saying Emre will flip in, get us in the Champions League, then get the Real Madrid or Barca job, but his re- his record won't be diminished at all. His stock will have risen because I think he left PSG with a bit looking like a bit of an idiot. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, a question from Plum Juice uh, underscore Plum Juice. He asks, "Do you think Willock is ready to be given a start against Newcastle? And do you see his future as an eight, a six, or a 10? He's going to have to be because he's definitely starting. Because we've only got one other fit midfielder, and that's Shaka. Mm. But do you think he's ready? Um, yes, because it's Newcastle. And even though I thought he struggled a little bit against in the pace of Real Madrid the other night, I think he's ready to start. Yeah, I, I do. Okay. Against Newcastle, yeah. Okay." Um, and, he, and, and, eight, and, and eight, eight, yeah, eight, eight as well, yeah. yeah. Okay. More, more an off the ball eight than an on the ball eight, but yeah. All right, uh, Blue Emperor asks, uh, looks like Emery is going with Oba on the right and Lacquer in the middle. If we get Zaha in, where do we rank in PL attacks? Fourth. Yeah, f- yeah. Yeah. Um, Yes, yeah, City, Spurs, and Liverpool are still all better. Mm. City, Spurs, and Liverpool are still much better. So we we don't really like in, 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 improve much. Also, because we're not really a very cohesive attack, so we're we're going to yeah, be it, yeah, yeah. on on individual moments. So it's not like oh cool, like this is going to happen or this is going. We're, we're still going to be relying on these guys to pull a bit of magic out the bag, bar the cutbacks. So how would how would your opinion change if Man United bought Pepe? Uh, then they would have a better attack than us as well. Okay. Really? Yeah. I, I don't know about that. Yeah. They I don't have an elite so. goal scorer. Yeah. But what? Rashford, Marshall, Pepe, James. Really? Oh, by Lacar, Zaha. Yeah. Not nah. Sorry, not for me. Not for me. I, I, I don't. I, I think. I think the gulf between obviously having Kane, Son, Son, Mora, Sane, Sterling, Aguero. Uh, Sane and uh, Salah and Mane, and yeah, Salah and Mane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, trumps whatever changes Arsenal or United are capable of making right now. Mm. And and Chelsea losing Hazard, Chelsea losing Hazard is a mess. Tabby, yeah. Tammy Abraham, Chelsea, the 
They're about to give Tammy the number nine. Oi, fuck, fuck it up. Wait, if we finish below Chelsea this season, we're finished, you know. Hey, we are finished, dude. They got Lampard in, Tammy in, Tammy in nine, Mason Mount ten. Pulisic. Pulisic, He doesn't Oi. score goals. Hey, yeah. plays like an American Pulisic. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, if we don't finish above them yet, we we we're, we're shit. Everybody needs to go. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be so funny when this happens. Oh god. Um, Jason AUA asked, "Do you believe our reported budget was a ruse to prevent us being fleeced?" No. I don't even believe it came from anywhere. Well, I think reporters just decide what they're going to say. Um, didn't it come from the um? Yeah, AST analysis, the accounts, yeah. and how much we've actually got left over to spend. And the thing is, okay, yeah, we might have had a budget of 45 million, but yeah, and, and this is what um, people said. But like I'm saying, like, we're paying this Aliba deal over something like 11 installments over six years or something stupid like that. Mm-hmm. So we're paying, we don't, we don't pay these deals up front. So 10, 45 million might have been all the initial installments that we could we could pay. Right, yeah. Okay. What, yeah for, you, for justice, yeah. Okay. And then the- Initial is and then overall it could be another yeah. is twenty, another is ten. Yeah, exactly. And then mm-hmm. and then and then like the deal is obviously going to go over years and years and years. So, but like yeah, if we pay eight up front, this up front, that up front, that that must just have been our cash flow for the year that we could actually spend. I think it generally has more to do with people misunderstanding that they just think oh, our forty five forty five and then they can't. They only have five million left. So mm-hmm. I think people just don't understand how the most of the deals are structured, and we'll probably just. Fucking stretching all our deals more than um, other clubs do right now. Bruv, I, I see that thing, 11 instalments. I was in bits, bruv. <laughs> what, what deal was that for? Saliba. Oh, shit. <laughs> Moving like prominent, bruv. Hey, bruv, my man is shaking the piggy bank. My hey, man is These Wonga loans, you know, fuck it yeah. up, man. Um, Johan Yo asks, who's the better right-back option until Bellerin returns? Jenkinson or Maitland-Niles? It's still Maitland-Niles, despite the fact he's not great there. Mm. Like, and and that that's very telling of, of Jenkinson. I do sort of feel sorry for Maitland-Niles one because he's not a right, he's not a right back, but two also because like he's come up against like has he's come up against what uh, Coleman and like Hazard. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's it's not it's he, he's not going to play those sort of guys every week. That said, though, he he is very he's still very casual. He's uh his positional sense is isn't great. He gets caught. He's a, a terrible lot. fullback. Yeah. I don't think he's fullback. terrible, man. Terrible <laughs> fullback. I really struggle to see how he could play in midfield because he's just so lax on the ball. Like his ball reception is a bit weird. Like his touches are a bit off sometimes. He did an all right job last season um, um, at fullback, but yeah, I just struggle to see how he could even play in midfield. So he should really just stick to being a fullback, to be honest. And even at fullback, he, people talk about, oh, he's he's good at progression. He's, good. he's not good on the ball. He, he passes at like 59, 60%, bruv. Like, mm-hmm. He loses the ball all the time. He, and not just long passing, short passing as well. He, mm-hmm. he he's, he's just not, he's not good at fullback. Depending on the game, I would actually play more often than not Chambers at fullback if we keep him rather than, um, oh. rather than make the nails. No, I, I swear, I, don't, I do not rate make the nails at fullback at all. I don't know about Chambers at right back, man. That's... Chambers isn't great either. But yeah, but it, it, I think it's better than Jenkins. Who in Newcastle um, got playing um, left wing? Uh, well, Almiron. Almiron. No, no, fuck that, man. 
Wait, Chambers has got nightmares against anyone South American, bro. No, no, that that, that <laughs> name is he's, he's called Miguel, bro. No, no, no. Man's still what having nightmares about doing? Jefferson Montero, bro. He has, he has some exactly, <laughs> nah, man. Chambers still ain't recovered, bro. I'm not interested. Yeah, put put Ainsley there. At least he's got. At least he's quick. Um. Okay. Uh. Kalachi in Heniku. He asks, um, if we get all our reported targets, uh, Celebos, Saliba, Tierney, Zaha, or Everton, how would you rate this summer window? So, out of 10. Without a centre-back, that's a 6 out of 10 window. If we get a centre-back, that's an 8, eight out of 10, 9 out of 10 window. Okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd agree. Yes, it, it's, for me, it's capped at, like, yeah, 6 and a half, seven, like, without, without a centre-back, because we really need to play the two. I think, I think my concern... Or what I think will happen. Um, a lot of Arsenal fans have done like a bit of revisionism in their head, and they've decided like that Rob Holding is going to come back like Tony Adams. anyway. So um, I think they'll be in for a rude awakening because, mm-hmm. like, you know, when he was fit a lot during the, like last season when we were on that 22 game unbeaten run, they were like, oh, Rob Holding sick club. But if you actually watch the games, we still conceded hella chances on goals. Like, it, the only reason people like Holding. Holding's competent. He's just not an idiot, which which is they why he comes a vibe a lot. He's got British passport and he put, and he keeps it simple. It's <laughs> got that. Yeah, he's all right. Do you know what I mean? But oh, I hate the way Arsenal fans talk about Holding. I really do. Yeah, he's, he's, is he's he not, someone that we could potentially he, look at selling? No, nah, they won't. Yes. No, no, no. They, I think, I think we should look at it. it though. Why not? No, you no, say no, that, no. but he's British though, man. No, no, no. And we need homegrown players. There, there, there's no way Holding should. Yeah, I, I, I was keeping. We need homegrown players, and homegrown I actually players. think Holding can contribute as a third choice centre back because I think yeah. he's going to Chambers. Yeah, I think 100%. Chambers is a lost cause and he should be gone. But yeah, Holding can be like third, third, fourth choice or whatever. Mm-hmm. I've, I've got no problem with Holding being a squad player. Like my, my issue is just what some Arsenal fans are building him up into something he's obviously not, mm-hmm. and they'll be in for a rude awakening when 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 they see it properly. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I was just scrolling through the question. I was, I was thinking we would have one about Aubameyang, but um, I guess I'll just make ask one, one up. Anyone, ask one anyway, Lewis. I know you're dying. To yeah, do well, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> he looks, he looks pretty good, doesn't he? He looks razor sharp. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what they've got him doing in training, but Jesus Christ, he's, he's looked sick preseason, boy. Yeah. He has. He's not pissing he's, about he's, with that fat shit like is it? And he's actually. <laughs> <laughs> And a Pam goes this season. And ironically, Lacazette looks sluggish. Mm. He looks like he's carrying the spare tyre, bruv. He looks like he's been in Libertine all mm. night. Remember <laughs> 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 when you come back from the summer holidays and your mum will be like, oh, you need to stop messing around with so-and-so. Mm. I, I really want Meads to, to come at me with the... Uh... Missy versus Oberbet, yeah? Yeah, I need it, man. Yeah, yeah. That's easy money there. Um, I, I, all I need is uh, um, Michi just to score a few goals in pre-season because that will gas Meads up. If if they come in, then I'm I'm, I'm all over it. Yeah, yeah. My man make, loves to make an emotional bet, bro. <laughs> loves it. <laughs> what, Michi, Michi that can't get ahead of Tammy Abraham? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <bro. laughs> Oi, Tammy is terrible. Do you know what? I'd be willing to bet that Oba outscores both of them, you know? What together? Put together. Yeah. yeah. I, I, think, I think you can get away with that. I think you. I think you can get away with Orba scoring more than Batshuayi, Giroud, and Abraham. <laughs> <laughs> I, I legit think you can get away with. 
It'll be close, though. It'll be close. If you bring in a, a free goal handicap because you're a free man, you 100% win that bet. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I might put that to me, you know. I think you should. I think you should. I think, I think you win that. Get that, get that free goal handicap in this insurance. And yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I might, I might do it. I might do it. Um, all right, let's do one more question before we wrap things up. Then, um, da, 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 da. Uh, okay, um, here's one from Bab- Babadibu. He asked, "Do we focus on the Europa League or Premier League to realistically get back to the Champions League?" Bruv, leave Premier the Europa League, League out. Yeah, mm. Premier League. Yeah, yeah, no, Europa League is a gamble, man. Definitely attainable, man. Um, yeah. The, well, the thing is, the league, was, the league was attainable last season, and we just messed up. All we needed was a win at home to Palace or Brighton. So, mm-hmm. all, all, yeah. look, look at the state exactly. of Chelsea and look at the state of Man United and tell me you're not focusing on the league. Mm. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Easy. The Europa League is a gamble. For especially... me, both, both are easily attainable. Yeah. The Europa League is just a big gamble. I don't know why you would even put your eggs in yeah, that Yeah, you just don't know who's going to come down from the Champions exactly, League. Exactly, so... Just... Like this year, we got what um, Chelsea. Did Chelsea get dropped out of Champions League, or were they always in? No, they're yeah, always they, they were always in it. Stuff. Yeah, but Napoli came down right, and yeah. Mm. Fair enough. All right, lads. I think that was a good one. Cool. Yeah. All right. Um, well, as as we mentioned at the start of the pod, we um, obviously we're going to be back here every week, every Thursday, uh, which is pretty apt considering you know we're uh, playing football every Thursday uh, in Europa League, but. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Make sure to uh, catch our live show on August 11th. Tickets are available on Shibs.com. It's going to be a live screening of the Arsenal game against Newcastle, um, as well as uh, the other unimportant game, Man United versus Chelsea. Um, That's important to us. That, that helps to li- when they draw. Do you know what I mean? That's true, true. I mean, we'll be in the we'll be in pole position for top four, won't we? Yeah. 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 Good point. Good point. Uh, tickets are twelve pound fifty. Uh, make sure to use the hashtag and uh, oh, follow us on Twitter. Sorry? Jeez, we're practically giving them away. <laughs> yeah. Only 12 pounds? <laughs> Only 12 pounds, man. Only 12 pounds. Buy 10. Wow, yeah. Yeah. I think you should. I think you should buy 10. I think you should buy 10. Lewis is subsidising the rest with Vegas money. <laughs> boy, uh, <laughs> my, listen, my pockets are short after Vegas, boy. Yeah. Lewis needs us to sell these tickets so he can pay his bills after. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so make, make sure to follow us on Twitter. We're Touchy Gooners. Um, if you haven't followed us already, and obviously subscribe and use the hashtag, hashtag TouchHandFrackers. Share it about Arsenal community. Come on, man. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Could have went left, but it went right. Could have went wrong, but it went right. Said it was Ian, but it went right. Man will get bars on bars on site. MVP of the night. Tell a negative to positive. Headline in the paper. I thought it was Ian right, but I weren't seeing right. Man could have had that fight, but I'm in walk on site. Man had to grab that mic. You're not gonna spit this time. Trying to work with a good energy, not trying to work with a bad man vibe. None of these guys can't do it like I. Man try to push me and take my shine. That's foul, man are offside. Red card, man cross the line. Score for my team anytime I play. Where better know when man's inside. Man try to get pushed on the floor, but you can ask Ian, he knows I dive. I thought it was Ian right, but I weren't seeing right. Man could have had that fight, but I'm in walk on site. Man had to grab that mic. You're not gonna
gonna spit this time. Trying to work with the good energy, not trying to work with the bad man vibe. I'm gonna got skills like Pele. I'm gonna try to score like Sterling. Man's out air for the pound and Sterling. Man jumped up from the floor like Merlin. Open the door and let man's girl in. Trust me, the bad mind thing's not working. All I'm gonna do is keep on marking. Marking, marking, and marking, and marking. I thought it was Ian Wright, but I was seeing right. Man could have had that fight, but I'm in walk on sight. Man had to grab that mind. You're not gonna spit this time. Trying to work with a good energy, not trying to work with a bad man vibe. Trust me. Sometimes you gotta think. Get me, don't react straight away. Get me, man's a gatekeeper. Man can't be fighting, bruv. Man got money to make. I'm was Ian right, but I was seeing right. Man could have had that fight, but I'm in walk on sight. Man had to grab that mind. You're not gonna spit this time. Trying to work with a good energy, not trying to work with a bad man vibe. Could have had that fight, but I'm in walk on sight. Man had to grab that mind. You're not gonna spit this time. Trying to work with a good energy, not trying to work with a bad man vibe. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before, but hospital grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask. No Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part. Sports Social Podcast Network. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.